Welcome to the family with Dave Schrader and Andy Brampernard. Very special guests, ladies and gentlemen, today. Jamie Kaler, Jason Gowan from the Parents Lounge. How cool is that? Very cool. We're going to talk Parents Lounge on the in the second hour. Don't you think we should? Definitely. Probably. We'll be right back. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. are back. Darkness Dave in here. That's so dark at Christmas. Hey, can Lightness, I mention, Dave. we are doing a Darkness Radio event at the Palmer House, March 25th and 26th. I have two one-day events available. If any of your listeners are interested in going to Ghost Hunt the Palmer House Hotel, they can go to darknessevents.com. That's darknessevents.com. Scroll down. The January one sold out in 24 hours, so we added a March one. We're already almost half sold out for the uh, two different events in March. But if you want to come on out and meet with uh, myself and Shane Pittman from the Holzer Files, uh, Sarah Lamas from uh, the TV show The uh, Ghosts of Morgan City and The Osbournes Want to Believe, and Bill Chappell, who's created all the paranormal technology you see on shows like Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, Holzer Files, he's going to be on hand, and we're going to be building ghost boxes with him. Uh, part of your ticket admission price gets you all the equipment. He's going to teach you how to build a ghost box, and you get to use it at the ghost hunt that night. Why do you always have it in the winter when I'm not around? Uh, for, for a good reason. You don't want to be around 40 ghost hunters, Tom. No, They're you They're focused on that. You and I will go there for a weekend. We'll get get you right. and the family out there when we could just go and we don't have to worry about entertaining anybody. We could just be there for the ghost hunt. Okay. That's I know I've been telling you that for five years, but we're going to ah, do this. Five years, 20 yeah. years, whatever it's been. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, yeah, Andy, when we had that guest on this show 28 years ago? You know, I've been doing this a lot longer time. than I thought. Back yeah, exactly. before watches were invented. Back when you were seven. <laughs> Crazy stuff. No doubt about it. No question. Are Jamie and Jason still with us? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to make sure because we got to talk. Enjoying the show. We got to talk about the podcast, though, because podcasting is the future of what used to be. Then again, I've been on the same morning show for 36 years. I probably will do another <laughs> three, four, five years, and that'll be that'll probably be it. Yeah, but you know the difference? Your morning show still, is allow, still allows personality. Yeah, and then most morning shows yeah. have a three-minute segment of talking. Yeah. Right. They're allowed three minutes. That's true. And then they have to go to music. Right. And you know, because shows that used to have me on at Halloween 
I'm like, hey, I'd love to come on. They're like, I can't fit you in the format. Um, you know, whereas we would get two minutes of BSing and then I'd tell a five minute ghost story or something. They just don't have that anymore. They're, everybody's right. paired to these three minute MTV sound bites. Your show on KQ Morning Show is one of the last bastions of real entertainment and variety because you get to actually hear personality. And sometimes even your co hosts will join you. But you know what I would do? Yeah, once in a while, maybe. You know what I'd do if they, if they said you can do three minutes and that's it? Every time I did a, a segment for three minutes, I'd go, my God, the GM's an asshole here. Don't you? Just attack everybody in the building. Yeah. It would be phenomenal. So, yeah, did you like that? How'd that go for you? Yeah, that's uh, that's tough, not having that ability. Do you guys, and Jamie, i got to guess that affects you. You do a lot of, uh, of media for, for your TV appearances and comedy and stuff. Have, does it affect you now when you do most of those morning shows or, or pop on that you now have to encapsulate everything to like a two- to three-minute bit to be on the air? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it's always been – I can feel it. Thanks I know a lot, Jamie. Like All right, now, there. Jason, it's your turn to answer. <laughs> oh! We couldn't fit your answer into our format. That's the joke. That's but a, the joke. Hi, well no, played, but seriously – well does it affect you, Jamie? Yes. Uh, well, listen, you go to a certain, you know, you go to a town and they, they book you for radio and you get in at six in the morning or whatever. And, you know, you got the shows at night. So you're kind of tired. And the guy will be like, some people very, very rarely will they be like, I oh, just hang out and we'll chat, which is awesome. Most of the time, it's like, hey, man, we got Jamie Keller here for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Parenting, and you're like. And you literally tell two jokes in 30 seconds. They go, thanks for stopping by. We're going to have 12 tickets to give away in the next oh, hour. Oh, God, I hate that. Yeah. You know, Jamie, I understand Tacoma's a rainy place. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> why would they have a fire department there? No, that's the joke. That's okay. the joke. See, it's, it's the humor right there. And uh, God, I can't believe that season shot by. That season, the, the, the season finale already there. Happened. I know. That's amazing. I know. Gosh, it was. How about Joe Pantoliano? I mean, the, the, I those love guys him. are off shooting a movie now with their Super Trooper uh, Broken Lizard guys. Oh, they are. They okay. got picked up for season four, so they'll probably start Good. writing here in January, and then the new season will probably be out in the fall of uh, twenty-two. Great casting. You know, if you're still in Earth. Great we'll casting. I will say that. Thank you. I, the whole show. I'm very lucky to be part of it, and those guys are. It's seriously one of the. Since my boys, it's my favorite set to be on. Like, mm-hmm. and everyone just laughs all day. It's, you know, the chemistry, when you see a show, when the chemistry pops like that, it's because everybody's having fun. Are you at the cancer ward with all the smokers? Where are you? Is that Gowan? What's going on? I'm just hearing, <laughs> are you struggling to open up the hey, Oreo hey. container again? <laughs> why, why do you always single me out? I love these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Got we do have Podcassie. Oh, good God. Now um, I'm in trouble. on? Oh, my God. Let me, let me tell you real quick, though. Gowan and I did a, a paranormal convention in Florida a few years back. At the Was it the Biltmore? Oh, I love yeah. the Biltmore. Yep. And now oh. they've torn it down, right? But it was this great place. And John Zaffis, who's kind of the godfather of the paranormal, they call him. He's the nephew of Ed and Lorraine Warren from The Conjuring oh, movies. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. He's a sweetheart of a guy. But whenever... <laughs> He's walking around. Jason does the old uh, old professor's voice from from uh, uh, Futurama. Oh yeah, because it fits him. And every time he's doing it, it's like this in, in interior monologue for for the uh, old professors. He's going in. So the one time John goes out to have a smoke, Jason and I go and grab his table and move it to a totally different area. <laughs> And he comes wandering like in. It. He comes wandering in, looking around for his table, and it, it, it's just so funny because we're like, "John, what's wrong?" And he's like, uh, "My table." And we're like, we pointed to it, and we're like, "It's right there, John. It's been there the whole time." He's like, "Oh yeah, okay." And he goes and sits out. Jason, Jason looks at me and he goes, "We are horrible people going straight to hell." <laughs> Well, they never missed a beat. Never. But whenever he walks in the room, he always looks like he's like, why are all these people in my living room, David? Hello? <laughs> 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 I love it. I'd like a fresh macaroon. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably would. I guess God, how, do you hold, how do you hold not laughing listening to him do the interior monologue for a this uh, guy wandering around looking aimless. And John's just like, he's so happy. And he's always in a good place. But he's just always got this kind of awe and wonderment look on his face. And then to hear that old Farnsworth voice mm-hmm. coming out, oh, God, just absolutely destroyed me. I haven't laughed that hard since my hips were made of bone. <laughs> oh, 
Metal, bone, what's the difference? Right? All right, you guys are in trouble. Suck it up. My wife's on the line. Oh, stop. You're not in trouble yet. Well, she's not even on the line. Big Shot's got her own line at home. What the hell? I know. Podcast. <laughs> I've got my own microphone. I'll handle it. She's a Big Shot. Big Shot. <laughs> I know, right? I got a whole student. No, that was probably me huffing and puffing because I was carrying pop cases. <laughs> cases yeah, of pop over. me, by the way. Jamie I got, I got busted because that. you were Jason doing it. Jason got busted. Oh, Jason. What, oh, yeah. Jamie? It was Jason. <laughs> it was Jason. Yeah. So well, go, I just Cassie? got done bathing our dog. I'm trying to clean the house because we have family coming. <laughs> so that's why I'm not in studio today because I'm taking care of the home front. But I just wanted to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Well, Merry Christmas Aww, to you, you and happy too. new year. Right back at you, yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. be happier than this year, right? I mean, I guess oh. it doesn't have to, but it, could, it should be. I have, <laughs> I think I've come to the conclusion, the reason why I'm just not in the holiday mood, is that this whole year has been so stressful. I think it's worse than 2020, that I'm kind of doing this self-care thing where I don't want to overstress myself out with the chaos of Christmas. So I'm just like saying, screw it. <laughs> it's like, I'm not doing anything. I have a question. So, when did you guys get married? When uh, did we get married? Yeah. Uh, November of 2017. Okay, November so 18th. Two good years and the last two years sucked. Yep. <laughs> That's real. It's 50-50 so far. Yeah, 50-50. For the Vikings, that's a winning season, (laughs) guys. Exactly. (laughs) I I normally go all out for Christmas. It's just this year I'm taking it off. I just need to not stress about it. So we're going to get the tree up hopefully today. And uh, that's the plan. But, yeah, it's it's just been a stressful year. I think, like I said, I think 2021 it was worse than 2020. It I, could be, yeah. That's because yeah. 2020 we all thought we were going to die. And in 2021 yeah. we're all like, fuck, why didn't we die? <laughs> I do love the <laughs> fact just that like, uh, I had that beautiful three beat. I got the shot. I got the booster. And then I got COVID. Mm-hmm. How the right? hell's that work? Just getting it all out yeah. of the way, The man. universe telling a joke. Yeah, and well, I'm the punchline. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. rule of threes. Yeah, well, I think this COVID, the COVID stuff has just kind of jaded everyone, and I'm just yeah. to the point where yeah. everybody's going to get it. It's just the point of when are you going to get it. Oh, so that's your cheery holiday message <laughs> from podcast. Yeah. You're going to die. I do feel the Christmas <laughs> spirit filling me up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what well, being see, married that's... to me for four years is like. She's now just given up on life. Yes. Everybody's <laughs> going to die sooner or later. A winter of sickness and death is upon us. That's right. Oh, it's just been, Indeed. oh, gosh. So it's just like, but yeah, so now I'm trying to like um, quickly kind of put up some decorations and make it a little bit festive for everybody, but. Um, I did bake some cookies, oh. and I'm making home, homemade Chex Mix today, so that's uh, well, that's on my plans. So be that's ha- you'll be happy to hear this that Dave and I and uh, well Dave Andy and I got together and brewed up an entire case of root beer for him to bring home. So he'll be bringing that. Ooh, home with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kids will be happy that I know. Yes, yes, indeed. Oh my gosh, you were the opposite with the, with uh, decorations. I did. I feel the same exact way as you guys did. But I mm-hmm. knew I had to, so I, I put them up Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, like, a lot of people did that. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I did it, honestly, to yep. get, and I did it when my kids weren't around. I, I mm-hmm. just put them up. I threw, the, I got them all up the tree and all the decorations, and I was like, oh, thank God. And my friend's like, oh, you're you're festive. And I go, I'm anti-festive. I, it was like <laughs> I knew I was going to get punched in the face, and I was like, well, let's just get this over with, man. You punch me. Mm-hmm. See, I'm using it as a I'm I'm using it as a learnable moment for our youngest because he's like, Where why haven't we put up the Christmas tree? And I'm I just tell him, Well, I guess you just haven't been that good this year. Yeah. And just watching the disappointment in his eyes. A lot like I see in his mom's eyes, yeah. You know, so, well, um, how they cheer I had has died on this pod, on this broadcast. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here you guys are dry. I'm happy, it's Christmas. And you guys talk about, oh, my God, it's just not the So it just popped into my head. Thank You guys put this in my head. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a little boy. <laughs> I'm like seven years old. So this is just before they hauled my dad off to the nut house. So uh, Christmas comes I along. think it's uh, that's no longer PC. We call it the cuckoo bin. <laughs> cuckoo bin. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Hey, Dad, how you doing? Next day, that guy over there. I said, what guy? That guy. There's nobody over there, Dad. But, you know. But honest to God, happy. 
Uh, Happy New Year, Dad. Merry Christmas, Dad. There is no God. It's like, I'm seven. Could you? (laughs) Santa killed him. Santa killed God. That's what happened. We're still shell-shocked from the amount of secret Santa gifts we had to buy for my kids' uh, school. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Their Girl Scout troop. Every day I get into the – I go, I'm, I'm gas. Like 10 at night, I apparently I have to run out to a Target to get a secret Santa gift for tomorrow morning. I'm oh, like, What's God. Happening, man? Oh, I know. Every and the, the schools have so many stipulations. Well, we can't have wool. We can't have anything with peanuts in it. We can't oh, have this. Jesus. We can't have that. And it's just like, well, what can I get? So I <laughs> I'll get them picks. rice cakes. There, they can have that for a snack for the winter party. But yeah, it's, <laughs> I know. I, I I went the opposite way. I just got a peanut gun. It's- <laughs> oh, I love it. You're able to shoot peanuts at people. It's I love that. <laughs> that, would, that would be great. I'd like, love to have and, that. And it's covered in oily rags. It's 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 sure. instantly flammable. Like what would be the worst gift? Like composite, like a peanut gun that catches fire. <laughs> that catches fire. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Dan Aykroyd bit. A, pe- a peanut COVID. gun coated <laughs> in uh, a peanut gun coated in gluten. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, by the way, one of my gr- I know now, by the way, that there is a God. Yes, I do know, and the reason I know there is a God, they have proven now that both electric cars. And being vegan are worse for the environment than they're replaced than what they replaced. You know that veganism and vegetarianism is worse for the environment than eating meat. How is that possible? I guess Andy, you knew, didn't you? Uh, well, well, that's what Karen the realtor out of Pensacola told us. So I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's got to be well, right. No, like, there's a big. I like uh, Andy's I read it thought on, out answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I read it on the air the last couple of days that apparently. Vegetarian diet is worse for the environment than eating meat. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't from like the onion or something? No, it was not from the onion. It was. It's wow. a real. So you can look. Andy, look it up for me, would you please? Mm. I did see they're they're feeding seaweed to cows to cut the amount of methane. Well, yeah, see, every, there you go. Every day you're like, look, man, let's just. Nature has a way. Don't when, they? When we're overpopulated, the herd will cull. That's just how it works, man. Right? It's all going to work out in the oh. end, and we're all going to be fine. Speaking or, of that, by the way, the, the population, because of COVID, the population in Minnesota actually went down by like five people in the last year. Usually, we usually kick out about 12,000 to 25,000. Yeah, I guess I even count just down that five. many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I guess that usually there's between 12,000 and like 30,000 people born in a, a year in Minnesota. And this year is like one. Hmm. Was, Schrader, you're one of those people. You got to go, I did man. not have, have any. Don't say that, Jamie, because it wasn't with my wife. <laughs> whoa, uh, I am not whoa. a father of any new children. Period. Hey, not to uh, not to bring happiness into it, but did you know that Soylent Green is set in 2022? Did you see that? Yes. Oops. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. You know who's going to be born on July? I think it's July 31st, 2022. George Jetson. Yep, that's dun, right. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I, I didn't love know that. that. Yeah, so love we that. only got about eight One more. season. One season. One yeah, season, crazy. yeah. Isn't that, that crazy? Amazing. I thought it was like ten seasons. It made such a thing. huge cultural impact it despite did. barely existing. Yeah. It's, yep. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo didn't do many episodes of their seasons, right. and they've done like 18 different seasons of different shows, but the originals, they only did eight or ten or something like that. Scooby-Doo. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what is the other one that just surprised me. Uh, there was a lot of those, like the, the the Croft Super Shows that I grew up watching, like Shazam and and ISIS and right. uh, you know all of those. And each one of those, they really only did like 14 episodes. But it's okay. like, how can they? I remember I watching know. them all the time. I just love I the fact that George Shazam. Jetson. George, Shazam George. was my jam. Oh, Shazam was the, great. Yep. They were in the RV. The guy didn't even have a name. He just called him Mentor. Mentor. It was like it was like it made me laugh so hard. I love Shazam, man. Shazam was good. Hey, did you see the new the movie Shazam? I thought was really good with the yeah. dudes out Levi. I thought it was fantastic. And word has it that uh, Gal Gadot is going to be in the new one. She's going to show up as Wonder Woman. Oh, she is. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I'll take of course, it. you will. So All we right. uh, have a call. We have a Dave Moore Christmas story from Polly. Dave Moore, okay, this for for you guys uh, out there in L.A. Dave Moore is a legendary uh, news anchor in the, the state of Minnesota. He's been gone for many many years, but we had the uh, 
the uh, Twin Cities media guy on this morning playing old clips from, the, uh, you know, the past mm. 50 years or whatever. Dave Moore was a legend. Matter of fact, he was actually offered the anchor job at CBS before Walter Cronkite and turned it down. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, he turned it down. Dave was brilliant. So, Paulie, you have a story about Dave Moore? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, was is there um, drinking involved yeah. in it? Because Dave liked to have a cocktail. Oh, well, um, no. <laughs> but, uh, All right. No, it's kind of funny that uh, that character's name is on here because my, my, one of my best memories of Dave uh, Moore was um, on Halloween. Um, this was before the TV had, like, special effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Happy Halloween, and his head popped off. <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> there, I said Dave Mordio. I loved him, man. What a what a legendary guy, an amazing man. Well, the reason I'm calling is is because um, I I actually thought about this yesterday, and even before you talked about it this morning, was um, one of the things that I remember the most um, from being a kid was, it, and I found out it was in 1983. He did a Christmas special. He played the postman in a, um, a CBS show, um, The Gift to the Magi. Yeah, right. Um, it, oh, it was phenomenal. And if, um, I don't know, I, I think it'd be a great Christmas gift for people just to, to go look it up on YouTube. It's on there. Um, it's it's so good. The old old Henry story. Um, and Dave Moore, you know, being Dave Moore, <laughs> it was, it was, so good. No, there's um, no question about it. So, Paulie, everything's going well? Yes, sir. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, well, um, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, that, I, it was just so crazy how stuff seems to work out. Like, um, I, you know, tuned into the radio this morning and I heard that Dave was, I'm like, wow, I was just thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's just crazy how stuff seems to uh, come together like that. Indeed. But yeah, I, I, um, I, I really hope that people take a chance to um, see what a great what a great person he was. It, it's, it seems like he knew the guy. Um, you know, I've never met him, obviously, but he was always in our house every day. Yeah. And he, he was just like, he, you feel like you know him. You, you would know? have loved him in he person, Paulie, I'll tell you. a wonderful person. You'd have loved him in person. He's yeah. a very smart man, uh, one of the greatest speakers I've ever heard. He used to do he used to go do, do speeches, and he was he just killed it. He was phenomenal, great, wonderful man. I was very lucky to have known. Yeah, him. yeah, and I hope that um, the rest of the family here has a chance to uh, to experience a little bit of him, um, the way that he delivered, you know, news and the way he, he um, spoke and everything. He, he just He's a treasure. You're correct, Paulie. So, thanks for the thanks for the call and a Merry Christmas, Pally. Yeah, you too. I hope that um, the holidays get cheered up. Um, you guys are all bitching about it, but uh, <laughs> well, thank you. you know how they maybe, are. Maybe, 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 maybe a little bit more can make it a little bit better. There you go. We'll get it taken care of. All right, Paulie. Remember, right, behave, Pally. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye. Maybe we do. I just need to inundate myself with more holiday movies. Remember, I used to, when you were a kid, you, you'd watch, you know, the Charlie Brown Christmas special and yeah, Rudolph yeah. and Every Frosty. Yeah. And I've gotten away from all that. So I wonder if that's part of it. And you were asking earlier about some good Christmas movies. Right. Um, have you ever seen, uh, uh, it's, honey, what's the one with Nicolas Cage that's kind of a ripoff of It's a Wonderful Life? Family Man. Oh, Family Man. Yeah, that's a great Cassie, movie. Cassie, be quiet. I was talking to Jamie. <laughs> Honey, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, Thanks, Family babe. Man. That Thanks, was great. Babe. Hey, babe. Thanks a lot, babe. Family Man's a good one. Have you ever seen that? No, it's really good. I'll it's give, a really good movie. Okay, yeah. I will yeah. give it a whirl because I like him anyway. He, uh, he's he been on the morning show a couple of times. Just a very nice guy. He's a great guy. He's just weird is all. He can be yeah. a little weird. But yesterday we watched Home Alone 2 for the first time uh, since it was in theaters. And? That was the last time I'd watched it. And it was good. It, uh, good. As good as the first one. I loved Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Terrific movie. I've never seen three. Everyone hated three because it didn't have Macaulay Culkin or the uh, 
the yeah. Wet Bandits. But uh, right. Melissa says it's good, so we might be watching that soon. Right. We've been watching tons of Christmas movies, so Love I think that might uh, that might have something to do with it. It's the tradition. If you go away from tradition, then it just doesn't feel the same because yeah. that's you know that's really all Christmas is. It's a set of traditions. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, maybe it's also my kids are now of the age where they've like put everything on an Amazon wish list that they want. Yeah, and I go too. order it, and then they go see what I've ordered off the yeah. Amazon wish yeah. list. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like now I just sit down with them here, point the things, Dad'll pay yeah. for it. There you go. Here's so the it's taking the joy out of it for me. We got to take a break. Be right back with a final episode, later, or the final segment, I should say, right so after final this. Final episode. We're done. <laughs> Sorry. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and love their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. It's Tom, and for months I've been telling you about my success with Profile. You know about that. I haven't done it alone, of course. My Profile coach, Haley, has been with me every step of the way. She's there for me to celebrate my success and encourage me when I've struggled, and we all struggle, you know that. She is truly my secret weapon. If you or someone you know is passionate about helping others lose weight and feel better, the good folks at Profile want to meet you. Profile offers competitive compensation, benefits, a 401k match, flexible work schedules, and a sign-on bonus. Not a health coach already? Well, don't worry. Profile pays for your training and health coach certification. What about that action? So what are you waiting for? Visit ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities or find them on Indeed under Profile by Sanford. Profile. Transforming lives like mine, one relationship at a time. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Jason had to drop off. Jamie's still with us. Mary Cassimus is still with us, I believe. <laughs> yep, yes, there she I is. am. She was laughing. So... Darkness, where do you want to go from here? I just, God, what are good gift items this year? Have you have you been looking? Like I said, my kids are just looking through Amazon, and then I go buy them what they want, so I kind of feel out of the loop. At least, Jamie, you've got kids still in that age range where there's magic involved with the, mm-hmm. with the holidays, right? Uh, yeah, there's some magic, but you know they're starting to they're starting to realize that David Copperfield couldn't possibly make the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, they figured they're it starting out. to question out the illusion. Uh, damn it! Is there like a Furby or a Tickle Me Elmo or that kind of thing? These I can't name the last. It one It is. Of those. It's I'm the tickets to the Darkness that. Radio event oh, at the Palmer House. There it's what go. everybody wants. Aside from that, at darknessevents.com. Other than that, no, I don't think there's I mean, anything. LOL big. dolls are pretty big. Those, yeah, LOL those surprise dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. What, wait, what are those? American Girl dolls, a big thing. I mean, we we put up the list yesterday on the show. My, my oh, you have a wrote, show? She wrote. She wrote a letter. <laughs> Please describe and the letter it. Letter was to Santa, so we 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 read over it. And everybody kind of, it was super funny. Yeah, super LOL funny. surprise. Uh, I know about because Melissa used to work for Target, and they sell them. And yeah, it's. Uh, Kind of like what Polly Pocket maybe. Well, it's so funny because the, the the prize is really the afterthought. It they enjoy opening it. It's, yeah, it, it's peeling. It's like an onion. You keep peeling and peeling these layers until you get to you know the thing. It's like the cracker oh. jack at the bottom of the box. Yeah, there you go. It's like a cracker jack yeah. prize, but better. Yeah. Um. So what is it? A so, doll yeah. that you open up I mean, and there's other still, parts to it? I think she wants roller skates. She wants. Uh, skateboard uh, you know it's it's like it, it, we i did a video the other day where i i go hey uh you know they, we asked them to write a list they're so lazy they didn't even do it they just grabbed the amazon catalog and i thought you know maybe they'd circle a handful of things they literally circled everything in the catalog I should have just <laughs> said, cross off the three things you don't want yes. because they circled everything i was like what you, you where, where are we putting this make a red circle on the floor and place the catalog in it there you go and then burn it <laughs> Now, Jamie, are you complaining that for hours your daughters were transfixed circling things in a catalog and leaving you alone? 
Dude, they never leave me alone. Are you crazy? <laughs> There's been 16 fights since this show started. Splatoon on on Nintendo Switch, and there's huge fights about sharing and time. And uh, I mean, it's all day, dude. It's, all day. Oh, it's good to hear that uh, 30 years later, mom said it's my turn to play Nintendo is still a thing. Yeah, that is true. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing's just crazy. Hatchimals. Uh, oh, mini brands. Have you heard of these? No. So they're tiny, tiny little. Um, so it's like, you know, you have a regular sized box of Pop-Tarts. Right. This one is, I'm going to say, a half inch miniature size box of Pop-Tarts. Or as I, mean, I like to call them, call choking hazards. hazards. Oh, oh, my bam. God. Huh? I like it. Sorry, Jamie, didn't mean to step Jinx, on you. Jinx, you got to buy me a Coke. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear it. I said at the exact same moment, I said, sounds like a choking hazard as you said that. So. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. It should have been called. Yeah, that's funny. Well, that's, uh, that's how you know you're both parents. Oh, this is, this is Squishmallow something. Squishmallows, right? yep. Yes. My sister bought a couple of those for their kids or for her kids. Yeah. What's yeah. a Squishmallow? Uh, it's like a Squishy. They make rubber band bracelets all the time. They have little yeah. tiny rubber bands, and they make bracelets out of them. Oh, yeah, those have been oh, yeah, the, forever. Yeah, the rainbow loom or whatever yeah. it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Squishmills are just, you know, the new fabrics that they just keep coming out with that are insanely soft? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like like a Spider-Man head-looking childlike, you know, very kid-appropriate version, or one of the, the Disney characters. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a plush, but it's this super soft fabric, all stitched, and then it's filled with, I don't know, God's tears because it's the God's softest, tears, most yes. amazing. <laughs> Filled with yeah, God's it's very tears. sensitive and soft and they beautiful. They are very, very squishy. Yes. Yeah. The name isn't oh. wrong. I love it. Let me ask you guys this. What do you do for your presents? Because here's what happened for us. is My wife and I just went and bought our own things and then wrapped them and said it was from the other one. Basically, yeah. Oh. Oh. I went to the golf store. I bought a bunch of things. That she bought, I think, one or two things for each other. But everything else, I just bought my own mm. things. And then she was like, hey, you need to wrap your presents. From her, that mm-hmm. I bought. Hmm. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, my father, had, I think he wrapped cash. He put cash under the tree. Ooh, I love and it. I remember my mother. Oh, like I remember, I have a vi- this visceral memory of my mother opening a tiny little box and pulling out like three hundred dollar bills and go, ooh, three hundred. <laughs> and then my father was like grinning over his schlitz and his his uh, lucky strike cigarette. Sure. <laughs> he was like, yep. I really went all out this year, Peg. Uh, (laughs) There's three crisp $100 bills. And uh, she was like, ooh. And I know that 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 Monday she went back to the bank and put that money back in the bank. But it was the thought that counts. Exactly. (laughs) 300 was her favorite number. Cassie, you did, uh, she, she does some DoorDash stuff. Yeah, oh, sure. Tell yeah. her about mm-hmm. the tell them about the family that you ran into during DoorDash. Oh. Wait a minute, oh you my drive gosh. DoorDash? She does. Is I heard you've been taking the people across the border down in Texas and Mexico. Is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was not me doing that. That's it was not me running over people's groceries because of a certain political sign <laughs> in the yard. <laughs> we love the Blaine police. Oh, that's it for your groceries. It's like settle oh. down, you dope. Yeah, like two weeks ago. I deliver uh, this dinner to this family, and they op- They have Christmas lights on the outside of the house, very festive. It would look beautiful. And they open the door, and the whole family, it was two parents and three, uh, two boys and a girl, they were all dressed up in Santa hats, these Christmas pajamas, and they had Christmas music playing. It was like what? watching a live target christmas ad i was like what is going on (laughs) and they're like yes it's deck we're decorating as a family thank you so much i mean they tipped well so i was pretty you know festive and being like oh well merry christmas but yeah it was so bizarre and they were just standing there with smiles on their face (laughs) it was like somebody else was controlling their actions i'd I'd be looking for cameras it's the Russians <laughs> trying to infiltrate again. Yes, we dress like know. this for Christmas. I see on Hallmark Channel. Everyone does this. I know. I just wanted to ask them to blink if they were okay. You know, because I was just like. <laughs> no one is this happy. Right. I mean, it was just like, it was so like Twilight zone bizarre. But, I mean, 
you know, God love them. I mean, if they're going to be that festive and keep it like that for their kids, I'm all for it. Let's but it do was it. just honey. Let's go get matching uh, Christmas pajamas and let's okay. just like fart rainbows for the next three, four <laughs> days here for these kids, just so that everything is peppermint and holly and, and just have a great Christmas, even though you and I are inside dying. <laughs> Honey, if we if we did that, our kids would think we were abducted by aliens and they replaced us with other people. See, it's a win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. Well, I mean, yes. if you think about it, so you got the husband who's lost the joy of Christmas. Right. You got the wife who sees these people enjoying Christmas and doesn't understand what she's seeing. You're already 75% through the plot of a Hallmark movie. That's true. You just have to get to the yeah. end and rediscover Christmas, and you'll be happy forever. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. No, have... Andy, I make the pitch to Hallmark next year. year. Yeah, there you it's go. It's a very darkness Christmas. <laughs> the couple that forgot Christmas. That's right. Oh. Every, every year before this, I've had horrible panic about like the amount of money spent and everything. Yes. I will yes. tell you, over the last two years, like this year, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if we go bankrupt. I don't care if they take the house. I just, I'm not going to worry about it. My wife's still like the six Amazon boxes every two hours on our front. Oh, yeah. God. I believe oh, yeah. me. And at first I had panic and I was like, you know what? I don't care. We're going out to dinner on Christmas Eve to some crazy restaurant. And, uh, and she's like, she tried to, ex- and I go, look, it's going to be super expensive. I don't care. I go, what do I care? I'm, I'm getting old. I'm not going to be around long enough. It's, this is your problem. You're going to have to deal with this. Like, everyone's like, hey, I, what are you going to do for your kids' college years? And I go, that's not my problem. That's my wife's second husband's problem. I'd be long gone by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Well, I think, I think for Christmas Day this year, we should just all eat Chinese food in rem- remembrance right. of the Christmas story. Because oh, that's yeah. what they had to do because the dogs ate their Christmas turkey. So. I wonder, if Chinese, <laughs> I wonder yep. if Chinese restaurant owners absolutely hate that movie or if they love it that it's created a weird kind of, uh, you know, market. honorarium and market for them every year. Well, our yeah. local Chinese think, place is closed on Christmas, so uh, we're out of luck there. Damn it. Uh, I've gone to the Chinese buffet. This was before I was gluten-free. I went to the Chinese buffet one year on Christmas Day, and they were so happy and joyous that people were coming into the restaurant oh, to eat Chinese mm-hmm. food. So See. they must love it. So uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a tradition I like to do. So, but I... You know, Dave and I, we don't really do Christmas gifts for each other because we have so many kids we have to buy gifts for. It could go under, so for just, Christ's sake. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. And it's like the older they get, the more expensive they are. I bought because her, they want. I bought her an Oculus, a $280 Oculus last year. Too, oh, but Oculus you know, we don't do Christmas gifts together. Oh. No. This year we're not. Honey, I was we talking to, to Tom. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Not yeah, we went to Vegas I, together. Yeah. Yes. And I oh, took yeah. her to see we Love. Went to... That that was yeah. that's so a she remembered show. what it's like. Love is it. And you you saw Love, didn't you? I or don't you think ever, so. Oh, you never went because I know. Last Alex time went. I went to Vegas was when they were doing that weird like Oh, the flyover The thing? ceiling gave birth to them, and then I don't yeah, know what the hell yep. it was. One of my favorite things of all time, Jamie, is uh, we're take Andy out to Vegas for the first time. He's 12 years old. We're walking down the street. You know those guys got the, the, the flyers, and they hit them against their hand, and yeah. then they give you one? Yeah. The guy's hitting it against his hand, hitting it against his hand. Andy walks by, and the guy hands Andy one. Andy looks and goes, I'm 12 years old. What are you doing? <laughs> and he starts yelling at I the guy. <laughs> When I used to walk down the strip at Vegas, I'd collect those, and then I would try and trade them back to other uh, people handing out the little cards because they were like, like the size Pokemon of baseball cards. cards. Oh, I like a card game. I like it. I'm like, I'll give you two blondes for a redhead. You know? <laughs> I've got charisma and bubbles, uh, but yeah, I'm looking for her. Can I have? Uh, yeah, I have all. The, I have all the Olympic Garden collector cards. They are collectors' items at this point. Oh, God, at this have, point. Uh, uh, so what, Jamie? What do you actually have planned for Christmas? What are you going to do on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? We have in-laws in town. So oh, yeah, you were uh, telling me you're picking up. Flying yeah. in, and uh, we there'll be a bunch of kids in the house, and then Christmas Eve is, uh, yeah, we're going out to dinner, then we'll do stuff with the kids. Christmas morning's the big the big uh, insanity where right. we have to, like, almost, you know, they get up at 4.30 in the morning, like, go back to bed, and then we get up, we make coffee, and then they come running out, and oh. then um, 
Yeah, they open. It's like raccoons just going through trash. Mm-hmm, I remember ripping everything to shreds, mm-hmm. and then, then it's just like a, the slide down the mountain for the rest of the day while they're playing with toys, and we break up fights, and I end up having to put batteries into everything, and it's mayhem, <laughs> and I don't know. The alcohol starts, and then usually about three p.m. I can't remember anything after that because I'm hammered. I just can't. You know. God, I just. You do the eggnog or what? Uh, well, I actually I do like eggnog. Yeah, I will make eggnog, but um, I don't know what, what we do. Uh, we we had a Thanksgiving drink called an apple smash, which was bourbon, apple cider, and some lemon juice with cinnamon or something. So mm. uh, typically we are. I don't I don't know what we're doing. I, you know, honestly, here's what I do for Christmas: exactly what I'm told. Yeah, goes, yeah, good move. She goes, go do this. Are you going to move the table? Uh, yes, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to do this. Go get those. Make drinks for people. Put that in the oven. Yeah, I'm like, all right, whatever, man, whatever. Just, yes, I got it. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Is that oh, it? God, let me get through this. So it's like getting through a marriage, a wedding. It's mayhem. It's mayhem. Yeah. And then I'm the photographer, so she's like, you, you ready to shoot? You ready to, you ready to film this thing? I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Light it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to record every second of Ethan's first Christmas. Sure. Oh, right? yeah. I'm going to have to bring a portable power bank for my phone yep. just so I can record for 48 hours consecutively. Yep. It'll be worth it, I'm telling That's you. That's funny. I will tell you, she used to give me grief. Like, the first couple Christmases, I was the guy who was like, I'm filming this, I'm yep. filming this. And she's like, would you put your camera down for a second and be part of this? And then two years later, she's the first one to go, oh, my God, everybody, look at this video mm-hmm. we have. Yeah. That is one thing I grew up uh, late 80s, early 90s, and that's one thing that we didn't really have a whole lot of was because if you wanted to, like, record a family Christmas, you had to go rent a Betamax video right. recorder for $500 a day. So people didn't do that a whole lot. But now it's like every moment of every kid's upbringing is being documented. They've got videos. I mean, they've got pictures. Straighter. Schrader only has one tin type of his uh, childhood. <laughs> <laughs> there's some uh, there's some cave etchings up in yeah, South it's Dakota. Like him in front of a dead guy in a coffin in a, in front of a saloon or something. It's very strange. But I really I've got I've got video from many of my children's Christmases, but I will not play them until I'm dead, and then the kids can have them. Because what right. it's going to be is the memories. I'm sure are much better than the video. It's going to be a lot of this. All right, give that to your brother. Let him give it to your brother. Mm-hmm. Let him up. Give the goddamn <laughs> gift to your brother. You just opened one. Give it to him. And that's what they're going to hear through. And it's going to be like I, Christmas was horrible. Oh God, the one video we have of Christmas. I think maybe Alex was like six and I was eight Ixnay, or something like if that. If it's Uncle Tub over here or Dad. Tub. No, it's nothing to doing with you. Oh good. Although you did tell Mom she had dragon breath. <laughs> But other than that, the, oh, well. the main thing I remember about that video was Alex was opening a present, and apparently she was being a little too enthusiastic for my taste. So she was opening it and going, ah, oh, and I turned over to her, and I go, ah. <laughs> like, You're mocking this her. This is how loud mocking. you are being. And I'm, yeah, eight years old. Have you guys done this where you you know you hide the presents all over the house and stuff? Oh yeah, sure. And then you pull all the presents out and you put them under the tree, and then in June you look for that blanket up on the upper shelf of that one closet, <laughs> and you find that one present. You're like, oh shoot, yeah. I forgot about this present. And then oh, yeah. Like, Here's present. Have you done that one? <laughs> done yeah. That one. And then I think <laughs> there's the birthday gift for year. this year. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Very quick, uh, my favorite Christmas story of all time, when I lived in the ghetto, our next-door neighbor was a postal worker, right? Comes home on basically the same time it's coming this year because New Year, uh, Christmas Eve is on, on a Friday. He comes home from work on a Friday. He goes, Tom, you're not going to believe this one. I said, what's that? And he goes, you know the little daycare down the road here? And I go, yeah. He goes, I go by that every day. And I got these, you know, these letters that it's just junk mail. And the kids all come over, run over to the fence, except for one. And he leans up against the building and sucks on his thumb. He's too afraid to come over. He's just intimidated. So I hand him, hey, kids, here you go. here's your mail. And, of course, this being Christmas week, I did my, my rounds. And uh, I uh, had this one package. He said it was it was gold paper with a big red ribbon wrapped around it. So I thought, that kid who leans up against the school and never comes over, this is for him. This will get him excited. 
So I go and I go, hey, kids, uh, your Christmas mail is here. Hey, come on over. And they're all coming over. And he goes, little boy. And the kid looks up and he goes, come on over here for one second. And the kid goes, just shakes his head no. And he goes, no, I, I have something for you. I want to give this to you. And the kid's like, eh. He goes, no, seriously, come on over. I'll give it to you and you can walk right back. So the kid comes over, he stands there, and he's kind of sucking on his finger. And the guy takes out the envelope. <laughs> he goes, this is for you. Gold paper, red ribbon. Goes to hand to the kid. Four-year-old kid goes, fuck you. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's real nice. Apparently the kid was not shy. He was just a prick. Just a prick. I'm yeah. a four-year-old prick. <laughs> How does it even happen? How does it happen? So he was just giving them, like, We've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty for your car. Yeah, but no, I don't <laughs> but they think didn't know it. No, I don't think so. I'm hoping not anyway, but jeez. Ah, uh, the big plans for for uh, no, you're coming over when? Saturday night? Uh, probably not night, probably earlier than that. You're not coming over. In, oh, I suppose yeah, with with uh, Ethan you can't come over too late. No. Oh no, no wait a minute. Christmas morning, you probably you're going to come over Christmas morning though, probably midday something like that. Yeah. So, so you guys are all gathering. Uh, I already talked to Jamie about this. He's got the family. He's got the in-laws coming to town. You guys are... Uh, We're just... doing something I just absolutely despise. I've been a Christmas oh. uh, day kind of kid my entire life. We're celebrating Christmas Eve, which just feels weird to does me. Does it feel weird? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like it, but we're going to do it. Well, so. his family does Christmas Eve. Yeah, I don't... Uh, Christmas Eve is did. better, dude. I used to do it all the time, and now my wife, we do Christmas morning, but Christmas Eve is way better. Way better. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, not Way for me. Better. I just feel Otherwise, like it's an abomination. Ask the night before they won't go to sleep. No, no. Christmas Eve is. I'm. I want to transfer to that. Because then Christmas morning is way easier, and Christmas Eve. My family always did Christmas Eve, and yeah. then the little kids would have a couple things. The big presents were Christmas morning, and that yeah. Was it. We always opened one thing on Christmas Eve, and then the rest was for Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. that's very we true. We opened all the presents from each other Christmas Eve, and then Christmas was from Santa Claus. Oh, See? See, I got burned with that deal when it was like, uh, all right, everybody can pick one present to open up at Christmas Eve. And my son oh, picks yeah. the gift and opens it up, and it's like a holder for a DS. <laughs> and, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he's like, but I don't have a... <gasps> oh, can I open all my presents? No. no. I don't. That, God, Santa. <laughs> Damn it. That's phenomenal. Well, we're letting them start today. We're going to open a present today and tomorrow. Because <laughs> I'm not joking. Is that the Hanukkah method? Eight days of Christmas. Yeah. People, a lot of people it do the eight days be, of Christmas. Yep. Because they're bored out of their minds right now. They're waiting, waiting, waiting. If you give them something yep. they can play with, there's at least two hours hours of the day that they're you know they're busy and but that no. that sets them up for failure in life jamie failure you have to wait in, in life. life you have to you have to realize that it, you but know the, there is no build-up presents in five minutes yes it doesn't, it doesn't make sense you're right yeah. just teach them that if you eat the marshmallow yes. now then you get I'm two not marshmallows them open them in, they're not opening them in february <laughs> <laughs> you dole them out otherwise it's like 75 presents the kid rips everything open and then all of a sudden three weeks later you see half the presents aren't even like played with under the tree it's a waste waste that's what i will say that's what's gotten better for me because as my kids get older presents are a lot more expensive Right when I could spend a oh, hundred bucks on my consoles, kids, yeah. and I'd have twenty things underneath the, the tree form. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now it's like I have to spend. I, I just got my my son one of those uh, Pokeball Pluses yep. that he can use for his phone or playing his Nintendo DS and play Pokemon with it. It was one fifty nine just for the Pokeball. Jesus. Then he had to get the charger, which was twenty bucks, and then the carrying case, which was nine bucks. So he's going to get three gifts. And they're That's all the Pokeball it. Plus. Like yeah. Everything. So it's kind of like I feel like I, I, I grew up, I would have 20 gifts under the tree. So I always feel guilty if I don't have a lot of stuff under the tree mm -hmm. yeah, for, for my kids. But it's That's like I can't do it when I'm spending 100 and almost yeah. 200 bucks on a kid. Right. So now at least when they open it, they play with it because they've only really got one or two things. Yeah. Because it's super expensive. It's spendy, there's no doubt about that. My, we, we ran down a list of the worst Christmas gifts ever mm -hmm. on the KQ Morning Show. My favorite one was, and I don't know how the hell you would do this, but apparently the parents didn't have a whole hell of a lot of money. Kid opens his Christmas present. It's a box of farmer matches. 
what? Hmm. One of those in the cupboard, and you just happen to wrap them up, and here's your get a box of farmer matches. What is a farmer match? The stick match, you know, the wooden stick matches. Oh, like a strike anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, were, they were called farmer Did matches. Did they give them a crimped thing. pipe? So that- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Here's man. some tobacco Honestly, and an God. ivory pipe, son. But Good God. Cassie, did any of your friends ever get, like, pots and pans for Christmas from their husband? No, I, well, I don't know, but I, I don't mind getting gifts like that. See? I like practical oh, here gifts. Here we go. Oh, yeah. No, I like, pra- Dave knows this. I like practical gifts that I can use. Like, I was so excited when he came home with a new vacuum cleaner. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't wait to what vacuum. A, what an exciting life. Yeah. Now we're it's talking. like I married Laura Petrie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, at that point, we're, we, we know we're getting a uh, thing of pots and pans, and we're excited for them. Oh, I got her a snowblower last sucked. year. I bought her a snowblower. snowblower sure, absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice new snowblower. Can't <laughs> right. go wrong. Dave, yes. you want to do the sign out? Jamie's like, what is snow? What's the sign? <laughs> I grew up in New over. Hampshire. There's a reason I oh, live Oh, okay. Here, well, the show's over I when I say the show's over. That's Bernard. what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I got I don't you. know if you guys know there's not a fence around that state. You can leave. You don't have to be there. <laughs> there's not a fence. We well, then do why does that. no one go there? I, shoveled, I thought it was because uh, they couldn't. I shoveled snow. Yeah, I grew up in New Hampshire, so I, uh, uh, I'm familiar with cold. Very nice. Very nice. Jamie can't tell you what a thrill it was to have you on again. It was, uh, I don't know, just a few months ago you were on this show, and then you came on the morning show, so I saw you. It was on able... in uh, August. In August, okay. He was on with me a couple weeks ago, too. Feels oh, like there several you go. years ago, guys. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Every month is like two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie, come back soon. I love it, guys. Seriously, thank you for having me. I love it. And happy time. holidays to all. You know, we, we joke and we kind of make fun of it, but the truth is it's a great time of the year. And Agreed. The Mm-hmm. So everybody have a great holiday, and I hope to catch up with you guys in 22. Absolutely. Where do you, where do people find your podcast? Uh, just Google the Parents Lounge. Um, it's at theparentslounge.tv. But if you just Google it or Google Jamie Kaler or Jason Gowan, you'll find it. The show is live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Uh, East Coast time on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. And there's all kinds of uh, parenting uh, comedy there. So please come over. If you have kids and you feel like you're alone in this world and you're being pummeled, you're not. We're all going through it. It's really rough being a parent. So come join us and we'll all have a laugh at it. We'll get it done. Cassie, thanks for showing up and bringing a little levity to the show. <laughs> levity. <laughs> <laughs> they all just yeah. start laughing and go, levity, really? <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Happy holidays.